Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 81. Andy Crestodina is a co-founder and CMO of Orbit Media, an award-winning 38-person digital agency in Chicago. Over the past 18 years, Andy has provided guidance to more than 1,000 businesses. He speaks at national marketing conferences, writes for big marketing blogs, and hosts a little podcast. Andy has written hundreds of articles on content strategy, SEO, influencer marketing, conversation, and analytics. Andy was mentioned as top 10 online marketing experts by Forbes, top 50 marketing influencers by Entrepreneur Magazine, Top 25 Content Marketeers by Express Writers and Buzz Sumo, and Top 10 Social Media Influencers by Social Media Explorer. He is also the author of Content Chemistry, the illustrated handbook for content marketing. Andy Crostadina, hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy you are here, and I'm so happy to have you. And of course, I heard and read and followed so many things that you are doing and writing about. So Mm. it's a great pleasure. I just shared with our audience what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us, what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? Well... I love the human side of being an entrepreneur and, and, and marketing and business in general. So I'm really excited about live events, especially since just yesterday was our annual conference, which is called Content Jam, which is kind of a mini version of some of the other conferences that you and I know and love. It may be like one-tenth the size of San Diego social media marketing world, um, but it's wonderful. We had Anne Handley as our keynote, oh. uh, so many of my favorite speakers. It was It's only a 300-person event, but it's in this charming location, and the speakers were fantastic, and there was just so much love. So I'm a, very excited about in-person, face-to-face communication and live events. Hmm. Yeah, and you also have the great conference in the summer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I haven't been there yet, but I'm planning to. I will. I w- we would love to have you. Uh, it's fun though, right? It, don't you love events? You get to meet everyone in person. So it's great. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. passionate about live events and you are in the world of content. Where is the connection exactly? And um, where are you heading? Well, as a tactic and as a um, marketing strategy, it's very good for us because the service we offer is web design, which is very high touch, kind of uh, there's lots of subtlety and nuance. You want to have lots of face-to-face meetings with clients if possible. Uh, the sales process involves a lot of trust, so it's very good to meet with people face-to-face prior to beginning any projects. So our focus has always been local. We're here in Chicago. So live events have been a great strategy for us because we have it's a chance to sure. meet so many people um, and to build trust and awareness and, and 
uh, teach and be, you know, have an educational program. And so for eight years, we've had a monthly event. For seven years, we've had an annual conference. For the last two years, we've added oh. a quarterly event. So, yeah. So it, it's um, it works really well as a demand gen approach because if you meet someone who needs some information that you can share, you have a program where you're teaching something, you can invite them to the events. And eventually you end up with rooms full of people where there's kind of a mixture of people who might need your services, uh, people who know, mm-hmm. love, and trust you. And, uh, you know, if there's friends and fans and prospects and current clients all mixing together, that alchemy really can lead to uh, a lot of demand and good business growth. It's not super fast. It's not as fast as cold calling maybe, or I'm sure there's other tactics that might be quicker. It's slow, but it, like a lot of content approaches, it's very durable and very powerful in the long run with those mm. indirect benefits. I love that. And I love live events. It seems like uh, sometimes with all the virtual and digital and uh, ways to connect, sometimes live meeting is not getting enough attention, I guess. And I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Tell me a few words about your career. Well, I was a technical recruiter in the 90s. I, I majored in Mandarin. I have oh. a Chinese degree. Yeah. Decided not to live in China. So I came back from China uh, after living there in 96 and 97. I came back and got a job as yeah. a technical recruiter, but that wasn't very hmm. creative. You just kind of help people change jobs. So I uh, quit doing that. And in January of 2000, started building websites, which was my, I was so excited and still am so excited because you get to use both halves of your brain. You, you're creative and analytical at the same time. There's like art and science That's mixed right. together. It's, it's just so interesting. You and I both love probably <laughs> yeah. all these same things that are combinations of data and inspiration. So um, right after that, I learned that building websites was sort of insufficient, and I needed to understand how search engines work and how uh, results are measured. So have just kept going and grown the company and uh, on this path of gradually building brand awareness, building ranking, building conversions, building lead generation and fans and loyalty and, and referrals and retention and the quality of the team and talent. And then so 18 years later. We are a four and a half million, 36 person company. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's US dollars, four and a half million in revenue annually on average. And it's your company? Mm-hmm. I'm one of the two co-founders. Great. Yeah. And what is the name of the company? Orbit Media Studios. And most people know us just from the blog or right. I wrote a book or the podcast. So orbitmedia.com is where a lot of people go to get like analytics and SEO and content strategy articles, which we've been publishing for around uh, 10 years. Hmm. Who are your customers today? Do, who do you see or who do you consider as your customers? Because, of course, you have the customers of the company and you've got the customers of the conferences. So mm-hmm. who are they? What are they doing? What are they looking for? Well, people have the trigger for needing our services. And the moment at which you decide you need help with web design, it's often emotional. Maybe one of your competitors redesigned or... There's, you're new to a company and you look at the site and you see opportunities for improvement. So there's lots of reasons why people suddenly realize they, they need a new website. And everyone needs a new website eventually, of course, right? Like everyone. three, four years is like the maximum lifespan of a site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this might be good or bad. Or how you would, I'd love to hear your input if you have <laughs> any. We never specialized in an industry. We are specialized in the geography. Um, we're mostly Chicago, but... We have done work in every category, and I can show examples and results in almost every industry. So our customers are local businesses, probably five to five hundred million dollars in revenue, uh, not startups usually, and um, often well-established companies. Rarely the giant 
enterprise billion dollar companies because they might have in-house teams. Yeah, sure. Um, we do 60 projects a year. Uh, a lot of these are $25,000 to $85,000 websites sure. that take maybe you know six to 20 weeks to complete. And it's a thrill to measure the before and after results. It's so fun. I am so well suited <laughs> to this because it's so such a th- so, so much fun to go back and see the impact and like the improvements in search rankings and the improvements in conversions and um, the demand and the growth of the client post launch. It's it's a lot of fun. I think this is the great thing about marketing and the ability to really communicate to people and really bring it in using content right, using the website right, building it right, and then it happens. Mm-hmm. Not any um, big secrets. Do you consider the people that come into your content events as uh, your customers as well? They are a type of customer. They are not, I guess if you could call them customers and the web design clients would be clients, I suppose. Hmm. Um, in a way, you uh, they are definitely customers because it's our job to Uh, deliver value to them. I mean, if they bought a ticket and they come to an event. Sure. Uh, but in the end, it ends up a community. And, you know, it's sort of like we're hosts and their guests might feel more hmm. accurate. Nice. Or, you know, or we're all mutual friends or we're teachers and their students. Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think of them. I guess I haven't thought about it much, but guests or students, you know, when I'm speaking, I think of myself as teaching. So, yeah. Hey. Um, You know, there's if it's the sessions, then they're students. And if it's a, a networking aspect, then maybe they're um, their friends or potential friends. Hmm. You know, we are talking to entrepreneurs, and I would like to ask you, what would be your best advice to those entrepreneurs regarding customer focus or customer approach? What can you really tell them they should do? Well, listening and empathy are the two greatest skills. And sort of what you said a minute ago about how the marketer has this advantage or why it's so interesting, the, the work we do, uh, I think that is why uh, we, have, uh, we drive business impact is because we are empathetic and understanding and we care deeply about the experience that these customers have even before their customers, where they are, what they're struggling with, their frustrations, their triggers, their hopes, what sends that person to Google to search. Hmm. In other words, what are they looking for? Um, when they land on a page, what are their top questions? And in what order are those prioritized? What evidence would make them trust that our answers are legitimate? So web design and digital marketing are tests of, digi- of empathy. And the marketer that best understands the customer is best suited to build pages that attract those visitors And use language that helps those visitors. We are the answerers. We are the providers of clarity. We're the, the givers of hope. We're, hmm. we're helping these people solve some problem in their lives, sometimes just through information and content and, and articles or videos or events or whatever, the format. And other times through a service, which uh, creates a, you know, it's a business transaction, sure. but um, we do so with uh, the goal of helping them first. And um, somehow, if we do a good job of that, everything seems to work out. I love so much the I love this, uh, of course, answer so much, and I hear it a lot from successful entrepreneurs and of course, from the people in this podcast. However, I like it when it comes from you because too many times we find that 
people react or act when they are dealing with uh, digital marketing or online marketing or building webs, like, like something really tactic and technical. And the first thing that you talked about, the empathy, and you talked about listening, and you talked about understanding. And so many times I feel that it is missing mm-hmm. today. So I love that answer. Yeah, it's a, the, the risk is that we focus too much on ourselves and what we want to say and uh, our value proposition and our values and beliefs and what we want to, the world to know and how we are different. It, it's not necessarily, it's easy and common for marketers to do lots of work, maybe hard work that misses the mark because it didn't touch a nerve hmm. or it didn't have a that sense of uh, the starting point wasn't the audience, hmm. which is uh, the, the key. It is the key. And um, I know you've got a lot of successes and we'll come to them in a minute. But I would like to ask you to share with us what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one mm. that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or affected very much. Can you share mm. that with us? Yes, it's, I'm sensitive to this. It's not, um, I'm open about it. It's obvious and I, and uh, I get this feedback a lot. So it's ongoing. Um, we are a web design company and to be relevant for that and to attract, you know, traffic and conversions and leads and demand. Um, we talked about digital marketing because we want to be relevant to the people who need us when they need web design. If we just talked about web design, probably the only people who listened would be web designers. But after having a 10-year path of publishing and teaching so many things about digital marketing, Mm -hmm. uh, there has sort of grown this uh, gap between what people want from us and what we do as a service. Mm. So I'm basically in in a strange position because you could easily say my biggest failure is not helping my clients more by offering a more complete service or offering additional services. We are just now finally solving this and filling the gap and offering post-launch search optimization, conversion optimization, analytics, testing, ongoing website improvements. Oh. Uh, For years, Mike, yeah, isn't that, I mean, I'm known as someone who talks about marketing, but we never actually even offered that as a service until quite recently. It's strange. Wow. It's, yeah, it is strange. And you know, it's strange because I think that the way I saw you because of the content and because the, what you write about is I, I was a bit surprised when you told us that you are only focused and I knew what you are doing, but I, that you are only focusing on web building or web designing. Uh, so I understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you had the feeling that so many people have and that's um, it's a it's a missed opportunity. Um, it's a uh, it's a lack of um, it's 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 me being unhelpful. <laughs> it's not a su- <laughs> it's not a success. It's not-, it's not a success. So we can call it a failure. I think I can be humble enough to say <laughs> like, yes, this is a gap, and uh, we can do better, and we will. Hmm. Um, it's a very nice failure, but I'll take it as an answer because it's a good one. It's not uh, it's not really the one when you are. Uh, on your nose, but it's a, it's a very good one. And I well, think... I could share others. <laughs> I've fallen down. <laughs> but it's, but a... it's certainly millions in missed revenue. I mean, it's, it, sure. it's um, arguably, I mean, it's a, um, you know, we've lost lots of clients from that, lots of projects. Uh, it's, 
it's a there's major business impact. Um, right. I've had other failures. I've hired the wrong people. I had a bad partner. Uh, I had a very expensive um, contract buyout from a past partner. Oh. Um, oh. I was uh, there's uh, huge missed opportunities. We've done this for 18 years, so I, we could have built so many of the products that we all use every day. So not pivoting, you could say, right? We never built a project management tool like my friend who started Basecamp, or hmm. we never, you know, we could have started HubSpot or who knows, you know, Hootsuite <laughs> right. or Buffer. We never did any of those things. So that's another. There's a lot. Uh, we could have a very long conversation. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a great answer. And uh, now I would like to ask you to tell us uh, the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something that you did right about approaching your customers. Well, the community, building a local community has been, has done so much to enrich our lives and improve our careers and grow our skill sets and grow the agency. So that, that early, so I know that you know Joe Polizzi and Lee Oden and these others who have this philosophy of, uh, you know, help before hype or sharing and giving and publishing. Hmm. So when we began doing that and building this network and community of people who are uh, loyal to our content and come to our events over and over, um, we've been able to draw from that community in talent and hiring. Uh, we get so many referrals yeah. and, um, uh, you know, relationships that lead to projects from that. Um, you kind of become, people become so trusting that when it comes time for them to actually need your service, uh, they don't necessarily even talk to other companies. They just know that we are experts in the specific mm -hmm. problem they have and have solved it many times and they've seen examples and they've been waiting. Sometimes they, there's people, probably it's people who've been waiting for years um, to work with us and when they're ready, we'll be there. Hmm. It's so beautiful because I was joking about it in one of the late interviews because all what you're talking about is inbound marketing and we've been doing, I mean, the only way to do marketing is by attracting your customers and suddenly there is, you know, Inbound marketing is like a new mm -hmm. strategy, a new, uh, because of the name, but this is what you have been doing since the beginning. So, yes, it's the, the magic of attracting customers mm -hmm. to you. And um, uh, it's, I love the, the, this answer. It's a, it's a great answer. But you talked about local community. Mm -hmm. um, when you say local, what do you mean? Why? Am I, I'm not part of your community if I hear your podcast or... No, sure. I just wanted to know. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But, but I, you, you talked about the local community and you talked about geography before. How do you see well, that? Well, there is... Uh, because our target audience... So as a business focus, our target audience would, would be mostly Chicago. Sure. So building the local community right. here it, geographically, you know, uh, in this area... Uh, as the big has the um, the more direct measurable business impact of um, okay. you know, leads Makes and sense. sales and revenue. Uh, but sure, a community isn't you don't turn people away, and the there is no there's no reason not to share with a larger audience. Why not? It, we're not on the same continent, and here we are having this great conversation. So some of my favorite friend, mm -hmm. you know, close friendships. Um, are with people who are from sure. all over the world. Uh, I'm the host of a webinar for SEMrush, and they are spread out everywhere. 
you know, I have uh, for our conference, uh, I drew a lot of speakers from from uh, Unbounce Call to Action Conference. There's a lot of Canadians. It doesn't, so it knows no bounds. But when we would talk about the the business impact and the demand and lead generation, uh, I'm really very grateful to the local community just because on the Venn diagram of sure. target audiences, you know, that's sort of, um, it's over, it, it tends to be people who are here. But I I love sure. the uh, interactions I have. And I'm, you know, thinking of myself as kind of a global citizen and interacting with people who are all over the world. Uh, it's a joy. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Hmm. The same. Uh, that's the reason I'm talking with so many people every week. It's it's a great journey. And it, with people that listening and hearing and writing it's a it's mm-hmm. a good, great joy and um can you recommend the best most effective technological or digital tool that related to customer focus marketing or sales however i'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless mm. list i'm looking for the tool that you are using and really serve you one of the tools that you use and serves you um very well in, in well that i don't end. want to sound uh dismissive or glib but the phone anything that that removes right it, it's an amazing <laughs> technology that puts you you know directly in touch with your with your current customers your referral partners your target audience your prospects so if you can't do face-to-face uh use video or skype or zoom if you can't do that use the phone pick up the phone dial call people Uh, I'm a fan of writing handwritten notes and thank yous and cards and letters. You know, it's like the forgotten inbox. I'll be writing mm. some thank you notes today after the event yesterday. Really? Sure. Of course. Yes. I mean, if you want to be in the top 1% of marketers, just right. do what 99% of people don't do, which is uh, the forgotten inbox is a great <laughs> way to, uh, um, you know, send someone a, a note and you will immediately differentiate yourself. But, but beyond that, I mean, I should That's say right. analytics would be the best tool, um, It's at all of our fingertips, and uh, depending on how you use it, you can really understand very quickly uh, what your website means to the world, what people care about most, or what people think about when they think of you, or what the top path is, where are they flowing through your site, what pages are unsatisfying, uh, what are they searching for but not finding, mm. um, content gaps, uh, the top pages, the top sources of traffic, those sources of traffic which tend to convert in which ways. Uh, I think of analytics as uh, a chance to solve a puzzle for every website and every account that I see. And uh, it's fun. I, definitely. Definitely, I think this is magic. In a way, of course, it has, uh, it has the, its reason and how it's built, but it is magic. Um, especially when I come from the world of oh, the days of TV when... We could just uh, mm-hmm. try to figure out who, li- who watches us and mm-hmm. our, our campaign and so on. Um, there are many factors that actually affect our success. However, I believe that uh, for each of us, there is uh, one key success factor that really works for them or for, for me. And I would like to ask you, what is your key success factor? It would be the... The fact that I am not a uh, overly controlling person and I have delegated uh, so many of my different roles, uh, I hired a CEO to run the business, and I am now sort of working for oh. for him in many ways. Um, and so 
in the beginning, I was a designer. I was salesperson. I was the marketer. I was the project manager. Um, so taking off hats has made me much more successful in letting go and not trying to keep my fingers on everything. Um, I have many flaws as a entrepreneur and, 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 um, leader and manager. But, um, one thing I'm perfectly happy with is to, uh, delegate and step back from different roles. Well, and, um, finally we came to mm. my mountain question. And, uh, since I, and they say it a lot, since I imagine all this, um, journey to, um, to find a place in the mind of our consumers or customer and actually uh, to build the perception and the brand mm -hmm. there. Um, I always imagine that as mm -hmm. climbing a mm -hmm. mountain. And I um, mm -hmm. love to ask my guests mm -hmm. whether, and I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain or have any other relationships with mountain, and I'm talking about physical mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mountains, mm -hmm. a mountain literally. So that's what I'm well, asking you. Well, I have, uh, I'm married to someone from Central Oregon, which is in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. It's like a mountainous, the Cascade Mountains are there. Yeah. And her father lives on a lake called Elk Lake, which is in the shadow of, an, of a legitimate mountain called the South Sister. There's several, and this one's the South one. We went hiking at the foot of South Sister uh, two years ago and uh, just decided we'd yeah. start walking up and see if we, how far we'd get. And we weren't really prepared for it. We didn't have enough water or the right socks, and <laughs> we weren't really planning to do it. But as, yeah. very, uh, but yeah. as we... You know, very reasonable. Yeah, uh, we can yeah. trust you. So <laughs> I, sure. we started up and made it two thirds of the way, and, and you know, six hours or something, and then decided like, no, this is we well, won't make it. It's going to get too dark or too cold, or um, it wasn't safe to proceed. But um, so that's a mountain that I need yet to climb, and I have on my list, and uh, hmm. uh, will summit next time I'm there. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> when I think of mountains, I think of South Sister, which you can look up. I mean, it's um, it's just a a picturesque mountain overlooking a lake in Central Oregon. It's quite beautiful. Well, um, do you have a photo from this uh, small um, spontaneous trip? Uh, a yes, photo, sure. a I picture. Can find one and share for sure. So, if you can find one, and we can put it in the show notes. This can I be am happy to share, of course. Oh, cool. <laughs> and Andy, what is the best way to connect with you for any of all our clients or any of our clients that we'd like to be in touch? Uh, uh, LinkedIn is probably my best network or Twitter. Um, search for me anywhere. My last name is somewhat unique, Crestodina, just like it sounds. <laughs> um, Orbitmedia.com is where you can find the blog, which has uh, the main place that I publish, although I write for friends' websites whenever I can. Uh, and then the book. So Content Chemistry, it, you can find it anywhere you find books. And um, it's 280 pages. It's in the, its fifth edition. 280 pages that has all my best mm -hmm. advice about digital marketing. When you have it, you have everything I know. Yeah, that's right. We didn't talk about the book, but we will have all the links mm -hmm. and a link to the book 
in the show notes to make sure that uh, no one will miss it. And I would like to thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure talking with you. And I've been waiting for this conversation. So thank you so much, Andy. Thank you. This was great. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you so much and take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.